Hey guys, welcome back to Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today, I'm going to be giving you my New Year's Eve debrief. I'm going to be telling you all about Simport. I'm going to be telling you about my private jet experience. If you haven't listened to my podcast before, welcome. But also, um, I basically have been speaking about this trip that I have planned for New Year's. I, I'm go- well, I went with my two friends, Ruby and Lucy, and it was all quite spontaneous and a bit last minute. I didn't really know what to expect, but I like, I just knew in my head it was going to be a bit of a movie. And I've been like hyping it up now to you for so long. So I'm just really excited for this debrief. I mean, I was gone for two weeks. And like, that's a lot of time for me. Like usually like I do this podcast every week and like I can usually process that amount of information, like a week's worth of information and get it out into words for you guys. But two weeks, like I like on the way here, I was like, right, how am I going to fuck? Like, how do I even begin to like tell this story? We're going to get through it together today. I've literally had two hours sleep because I came straight I pretty much came straight from the airport to the podcast to give you the debrief. I don't like. I don't need time to marinate. I need to chat to you guys straight away. Um, I keep doing this as well. I keep getting a red eye flight. If you don't know what a red eye flight is, it's basically like you take off at nighttime and you're supposed to then go to sleep. You get a good like six hours sleep and you wake up well, from the flight from New York to London. You get a good six hours sleep and you wake up in London at like seven a.m. and it's like perfect and like you don't you don't get jet lag if if you fall asleep you don't get jet lag and you can just go about your day as usual and sometimes that has worked for me really really well and I fall asleep as soon as I get on the plane um, on my flight last night I did not sleep a wink I don't I don't even know I didn't watch a single movie I just scroll on TikTok for six uh, seven hours um so there's that also can I just say so sometimes as well such a like first world problem <laughs> shut up olivia when you book with british airways sometimes they put you and you're like flying from america or to america or within america whatever it is and they sometimes put you on an american airlines flight so i think british airways and american airlines must have some sort of like partnership like alliance kind of thing and um, and i i fucking love going on british airways it's like a real luxury it's a treat like i'm growing up obviously like if i was ever get on the plane it would be easyjet or ryanair i don't think have we got british airways in ireland i don't even know um easyjet and ryanair honestly do the job i don't really like to see the problem with it but like you can't get a ryanair flight to new york can you maybe you can't actually anyway whenever i fly british airways i'm like this is a real treat um but sometimes they put you on the american airlines one and oh my god i mean the plane's still nice like it's a nice plane whatever the people maybe in a past life like i did something horrible to the american airlines employees but they hate me every time like they just they just oh my god they're so horrible to me so like, i remember last time um i was like waiting to check my bag in and then someone left so i like went up to the desk and the girl looks up at me with complete disgust in her face and she says you're like can you just give me a second and go back over there can you imagine? Like, and I'm not a confrontational person. So I was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like tears forming in my eyes. I don't know. I don't know what I did at that time. Um, anyway, get on the plane. Um, all good, whatever. Don't know what I did to piss off that girl at the front. Like I, I'm, I'm a very polite person as well. So I don't know what I did. But anyway, try not to take it personal. Maybe she was just having a bad day. Uh, got on the plane. Um, they also like never have any food for me on the plane, but that's also my fault because I never tell them in advance that I'm vegan. So it's, it's a snacking time for me when I get on the plane. On the American Airlines planes, you can like go up to the like the galley, like where the to- the toilets are, and you can um like get help yourself to some snacks. They've got like olives and crisps and bottles of water, whatnot, whatnot. Sorry, <laughs> that was really posh. Anyway, so on my flight last night I'm like right I'm a bit peckish now I like I wasn't able to have the meal so let's go up to the little galley and get some snacks and I said that like that there's a flight attendant there and I'm like hi like could I grab a bottle of water please she goes 
a what? And I went, a bottle of water, please. And okay, granted, maybe my accent can be quite hard to understand. But also, like, she was American. Let me, like, say that. Bottle of water. And then bottle of water. Like, that, like, we sound more similar than an English person. And I feel like English people understand me more. Anyway, she literally, like, makes me repeat myself about five times. And, like, by the end of it, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, a bottle of water, please. And she's like, you're not supposed to be here. I was like sleep deluded at this point like I was so hungry like just wanted a fucking bottle of water and she was like you're not supposed to be here and I was like what what are you on and she was like you like this is not your section I was like I can't even deal with this anymore so I just went back to my seat and I didn't have a bottle of water for the full flight because that woman was just had it for me anyway that was my experience American Airlines Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Let's get into the more important stuff, though. I'm giving you my debrief. Speaking of planes, let's start there. So, I get back from Christmas to London. Um, Christmas was really nice. I don't really have, like, much. I was, like, thinking about this on the way here. I was like, can I give a bit of a debrief for Christmas? But, like, there is not much to debrief with Christmas. It's a wholesome time. I had a catastrophic Christmas dinner, posted on my story, made a lot of people angry. You know, that's what I love to do on Christmas Day. I like to rile people up. I did find this like new thing that I'm kind of obsessed with, mushy peas. Where have they been all my life? They are so fucking good. If you haven't tried mushy peas, <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm really late to the trend, but why are mushy peas so good? And they taste like scrambled egg. Next time you try mushy peas, imagine you're having them with scrambled egg and it's so good. Anyway, that was my Christmas. I just like found a new love for mushy peas and I made them my thing. But oh my God, they make you gassy. I thought baked beans made you gassy. That's something I missed the past two weeks. I haven't had baked beans and it's fucked me up. The first thing I did when I got back from the airport was go straight home, have a full tin of baked beans and come here to do the podcast. I have my priorities in order. Um, anyway, that was my Christmas. Not much to update you on, but I get back to London and I'm like, I have one night to pack and then I'm going to St. Bart's the next day. When I was going to New York and then to St. Bart's, I was going to like pick up my friends because my friends I was going to St. Bart's with were in New York. So I'm like packing frantically. I'm like really rushed. And my friend that I knew was also going to be in St. Bart's on New Year's Eve, he, but he's like from America. He messaged me and he was like, hey, are you in London? And I was like, hmm. I was like, Yeah. I am in London, why? But I'm, I'm leaving in the morning. And he was like, um, oh, are, are you going to St. Bart's in the morning? I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, do you want to just come with me and my friends? We're taking a jet from London. Guys. <laughs> I just could not get over this. I, I said to you guys this whole trip was going to be a movie and this just like solidified it. Anyway, I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, who am I to say no? Who am I to say no to a jet? No, I will put my hands up, guys. I know they're not good for the environment. I know. I know they're terrible for the environment. However, I don't eat meat. So you guys sit there and you eat your steak every week and your fucking roast beef on Sunday and you can point a finger at me and say I shouldn't be on a jet. You would You would say yes. You would say yes. If someone offered you a free 
private jet. You're not gonna say no. Anyway, so guys, I actually like I could not. This whole thing is like insane. I was like, I rang my mum and dad up. I I rang my mum and goes, um, cancel my flight to St Bart's. I know I didn't. I sent a text saying cancel my flight to St Bart's. And obviously she starts ringing me up. She, like because this is like two a.m. the night before I'm supposed to go, and she's ringing me up. Be like, Olivia, are you okay? What's happened? What's happened? She's obviously assumed I've had a panic attack or something, and I don't want to go anymore because that would be very me. Not that I would ever not want to go to St Bart's, but like I'm quite prone to a late night panic attack and irrational irrational decision like canceling my flight. Anyway, she's ringing me up, panicked. Obviously, she goes, "What's wrong? What's happened? What's happened?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not going on the on my flight anymore." She goes, "Why? Why? Why have you cancelled it?" And I'm like, going on a private jet <laughs> she was like what did she do her her and my dad were on facetime in bed at like 2 a.m and my mom goes you jammy bastard <laughs> i was like i've never heard you say that mom, but so true i'm a jammy bastard don't even know what that means but i love it that's my new saying for 2024 jammy bastard my friend then like sends he's like just send your passport and like we'll, we'll like we'll put you on a flight manifesto so he sends me over like the like confirmation just so i know like where like the time and like where to go for like the airport because it's like a whole separate airport but we'll get into that um i have once flown before privately but like um and i'm so blessed to have ever said that because i like what the fuck i was really proud of myself because i got it myself and it was like for a job basically like i had to like i didn't uh, yeah i had i basically had to do it i've told i think i've told this story before and i'm so like i couldn't believe it it was like a big like whoa i've made it moment um but it was like a, it was a two-seater plane, essentially. There was like, there was like, it was a two-seater plane. Uh, <laughs> it was me, the pilot, my agent, and like, we were just all crammed in there with our suitcases. And it was like a 45-minute flight, so that, it was completely fine, but it was still fucking, like, epic that I was on a private jet. I couldn't believe it. I was just kind of assuming it'd be something like that, but I was thinking in my head, like, how are we going to make it from London to St. Bart's on a private jet? Like, I swear they could only really go, like, three hours so I was, bit, I was a little bit suspicious. But anyway, so he sends over the confirmation. And I'm like looking at it a bit closer at the small small print. And it's like um, aircraft type Boeing 737. No, to you that might not mean much. But like I'm a, I'm a bit of an aircraft nerd. And a Boeing 737 is like a flight that you would take to Ibiza. Like our, you know like when you get like an EasyJet flight within Europe. Like a good like four hour flight. Like three seats, a gap, and then another three seats. That is a Boeing 737. I'm thinking there must be a mistake here because, like, I could see all the people on that were going to be on the flight, and there was like what four of us, five of us, and I was like, there, we can't be on a Boeing seven three seven. This doesn't make sense. Have we fucking chartered a Ryanair flight? Like, I don't understand how this is at work, how this is working. So I find out the exact like serial number of the plane. <laughs> I'm a creep. I bet you no one else in this flight was doing this. So this is probably like they're every day. Like, oh yeah, we're just going on the plane. Like, and I'm like looking up the the aircraft serial number. Anyway. I look it up. I find the exact aircraft we're going on. It is a Boeing 737. It was a private Boeing 737. It had like two bedrooms. It had a dining table. It had a living room area. It had a shore. Guys, I can't describe to you. Like I've actually got tears in my eyes. So maybe I'm just tired, but like what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. Anyway, most exciting time of my life. I was sending sc like screenshots of this to everyone I know. I go, guys, look at the plane I'm going on tomorrow. Don't know how I've got to this point in my life. Um, this is like, this is a fucking dream come true. Um, I just love planes so much. Like, I love flying. I love airports. I love, I just like the whole, like, I, I mean, yeah, like I just, I love flying. I wanted to be a pilot like my whole life. So the fact that I was going to be able to go on Boeing 737 privately, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, sorry, the next day, I wake up early, me and my friend that's bringing me on this private jet, we drive down to this little like private airport in, where would I say that is? I, I think it was like Surrey maybe. 
in like southwest London kind of and you literally drive straight up to the door you get out they take your suitcases at the door and you give them your passport and then you just walk to the plane there's no airport experience really which like you know what I fucking love an airport experience. We all know my favorite area in the world area. My favorite place in the world is Heathrow Terminal 5. And I was actually a little bit like, I was a little bit stressed because like, I love making lists. You know me, I love a list. And I had been making, like I was so excited to go to St. Bart's that I'd been making lists with everything. I've been making lists like restaurants I want to try in St. Bart's. Um, Fucking like beaches I want to go to. Another list I had was all the things I'm going to buy in the airport for St. Bart's. Like all my little minis, my sun cream, my tanning oil, my... I like to buy a new toothbrush when I go on holiday. Like I was like, I was really excited. Like, that's what I get excited for. You know, like I'd left a lot of things to buy in the airport. And then he texted me the night before, uh, we're like, you're, you're going to come on the jet instead. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I don't... <laughs> I don't know, like, when, like, I should have just been excited, but that was, like, my main, like, concern. I was like, oh, am I going to get my minis? And I wasn't getting them in that airport because there's nothing in that airport. You literally just walk straight through and go to the plane. Who am I to complain, though? Crazy experience. I walk up to the plane, um... I, the, the two other, was there two? Maybe there's three other people on the plane as well. I'd actually met them all before, which was nice. So I wasn't like, it wasn't like a, because it, it's kind of giving like human traffic, doesn't it? Like just going on a random plane with random people, but they weren't random people. And they're all, all really, really lovely people. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, we brought our own food. I think they were staying in a hotel or something. The people that were also on the other, on sorry, the other people that were also on the flight were staying at a hotel. And they're like, yeah, we ordered room service. And they're like, well, I wonder what they like, what they brought on the plane. So, we take off, whatever. We're all just like sat on the sofa, chilling. They bring you like fresh tea and like anything you want. Like there's like people like working there. Like there's like a, a flight attendants. Like there's, I think there was like three flight attendants on a plane for five people. Sorry, I just like, I know this is like so lame and like so like, oh God, Olivia, like you're so out of touch. But like if I fucking am experiencing this kind of thing, I need to tell everyone everything about it because like that doesn't say it to me. Like this is not real life. Um, oh my God, another thing. I'm like, so there's another girl on the plane lovely lovely girl I've met her before actually I think last year um and I, I was like oh yeah like I like I wanted to be a pilot when I was younger so like this is really really crazy that like we're just like on this plane right now and she's like you know you can go into the cockpit <laughs> you're joking so I go up there and I like knock on the cockpit door and I walk in and I can just watch the pilots just like flying this fucking plane and go which like feels like such a hazard to me and like I know obviously I'm just like nude to this whole thing but like is that normal like I couldn't believe that I just oh I don't know that was like a really cool moment for me because obviously like if you walked up on a Ryan airplane and knocked on the door and like can I come into the cockpit you'd probably get fucking arrested like there and then so the fact that I was able to just walk straight in and just be like hey boys while they were flying oh this is epic um anyway we take off whatever um and then they're like yeah, like lunchtime. And they've set up a full dining table, like a full oval dining table with like proper armchairs around it. And there's about 40 steaks, like 20 different types of pasta. And I was like, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Steak. Steak on a plane. Obviously, I didn't eat the steak. I don't eat the steak. Um, but I was like, this is just an insane experience. And then I go into, there's like a bedroom. I literally go into the bedroom. I was thinking like, oh, this would be like, I, I'm, I'm not part of the Mile High Club. I, I wish I was because I play a lot of Never Have I Ever. That's like my go-to drinking game. Like if I'm, especially if I'm around new people, it's like a great way to get to know people. Um, and I am so good at coming up with questions for Never Have I Ever. Like I just like, like everyone's like we go around in a circle, but when people start to hesitate, and they're like, oh, I can't think of one. I'm like, bring it back to me because I've got them. Like I've, maybe because I play it so much, I've got so many Never Have I Ever questions ready to go. But of course, every time I play Never Have I Ever, someone goes, Never Have I Ever joined the Mile High Club, and everyone drinks. 
and I never drink because I've never joined it. Um, but I like when like I just don't understand when people have the op- when do people have the opportunity to join the Mile High Club? Was I would never ever like I wouldn't ever want to like I've I've been on flights with like boyfriends before, but it, never never have I ever <laughs> thought mm, let's go into the toilet right now and have sex. Oh, disgusting and it seems unhygienic and just a bit stressful and. I'm like afraid of confrontation and the thought of like a flight attendant catching me and shouting at me is not worth it ever in my books. But I was thinking like, oh my God, this would be the perfect place to join the Mile High Club, like on a fucking private jet. Can you imagine? But I was with my friend, so it wasn't happening. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, go to the bed. Like I fall asleep. Actually, I, I watched a bit of salt burn. Let's discuss that. Actually, I don't, I didn't die for it. Like salt burn, if you, like, I'm sure unless you've been living under a rock, it's like, like, like that really famous movie now with um who's it jacob lordy and barry cohen and i fell asleep halfway through that's how uninterested i was in the whole thing and the flight was at like 2 p.m there was no need for me to be falling asleep i would wake up at different parts and i woke up at the part that was like um the grave scene and like maybe i've just like i'm so desensitized to like gory things like i all i watch is like true crime and i grew up watching like i love a horror movie and i love like criminal minds and just like all like like no, it's not like not the criminal minds is fucked up. I mean, there there were some like fucked up criminal minds episodes. I like like the, that was what me and my family would watch. Like since I was like seven years old, we would sit and watch criminal minds. And I remember like this one episode that stuck in my head forever. And I haven't watched it since I was like what maybe nine. I mean, don't fact check me on that because it could have come out like five years ago, and I could just be lying. But I'm pretty sure it was like when I was like nine or ten. This episode came out, and it's stuck in my head ever since. And I I couldn't tell you one other episode of anything that I've ever watched in my life, but this one stuck in my head, and it was in Criminal Minds. And tell me if you remember it, because this might be like a I feel like this might be a, like a universal thing for anyone that watched Criminal Minds. But do you remember the episode where he would like make human puppets out of his like murder victims? Anyway, that's what I watched when I was younger. Um, scarring. And it got to the, like, the, the saltburn grave scene that everyone was like, whoa, this was so fucked up. I can't believe this happened. And it was just like, obviously it was Barry Cohen. Oh wait, I shouldn't make any um, spoilers, but I don't think this is a spoiler. It's basically just a man having sex with the ground. And everyone was like, oh my God, this is the most fucked up thing in history. And like, obviously it's disgusting, but like, I've like, I've, I've seen someone be made into a, a real life human puppet. I've just seen some fucked up shit on the internet and it's really desensitized me. So then when it came to Saltburn and it came to Barry having sex with some soil, I was like, this is light work for me right now. I don't really get the hype. But Jacob Elordi looked beautiful as always in it. So good for him. That was my experience with um, the private jet because that was like a really spontaneous thing for me. And I was just like, I could, I, I feel like I haven't actually like quite... Um, processed it because I like there was no one on the flight to like share my excitement with because I think like these like the people that like very very kindly let me come on their private jet with them um I think this is probably like a, a normal thing for them and quite like a I don't know not nothing to like wow about so I, I kind of had like like act cool as well and you know it's so embarrassing like I was like oh like this is incredible like I need to get like instagrams on the private jet I need to get tiktoks i was vlogging as well like i vlogged this in bart's trip so i was like trying to like look like like i was like i'm gonna like take so much vlog content on the plane and this is gonna be like amazing content this is a fucking boeing 737 that i'm on like i need to like really take advantage of this i did not see one person take a single photo the whole time i was on the plane so i literally like i was like i'm the guest like i wanted to ring my mom the second i got on the plane and be like mom look at this look at this but like no one like took out their phone so i was like guess it's not the vibe like this is just like this is chill actually I don't even care like I'm not even that psyched out about it um so I like I didn't even get like any photos or anything because I was actually I remember like I was walking on the plane and I was like trying to get one video of the outside of the plane but it's literally a blur of me going like 
because <laughs> like, I was just too embarrassed. It's like I was the guest. Like I couldn't be the like. Not that it's lame. Like obviously, like that's like so, like I don't know. I was just trying to act really cool, but inside I was fucking dying. Um, and I couldn't wait to tell you guys about this whole thing. And then let's get into this important thing. I mean, I thought it, I would have way more things to tell you guys about actual simports. Obviously, it was fucking an island in the Caribbean. It was incredible. It was such a nice experience. The weather was so nice. Um, I was there with my two girlfriends. We like rented a car, and every day we would just drive to the beach. And we would like there was like so many nice beaches. We would like go on these like we would go to these secret beaches where you'd have to hike for like twenty minutes, and there was turtles everywhere. And like I was swimming in the sea because like. It was that nice. And like I always kind of said to myself I would never swim in the sea if I went to the Caribbean. Because, like, I swear there's sharks and stuff in the Caribbean and, like, all sorts of creepy crawlies in that sea. So, like, I was like, um, it's not a bit of me. But the sea was that nice. I was in the sea every day. It was literally, like, a swimming pool. It was incredible. And um, we made, like, lots of friends. And we would go out every night. And, like, what did we even do, like, at nighttime? We would just go to, like, random parties. And it was really, really fun. Highlight of the trip. I know this is probably going to sound... Um, like so dumb but we rented a car in St Bart's and I drove it which was actually really brave of me because it was on the other side of the road and I'm not gonna lie I did nearly kill us like several times because um it's a bit hard like getting your getting your what's that called getting your bearings it, it, it was quite hard getting my bearings on the other side of the road but I pulled through and um, but dr my highlight of the trip was driving around with the girls in that little rental car what was it a Hyundai I think it was a Hyundai, um, with the windows down and playing, oh my God, this song. So I'm sure you guys have probably heard it if you're on TikTok, um, but it's YG Marley. It's Bob Marley's grandson, I think. And he, he likes, he's also Lauren Hill's son. And he like came out on stage with Lauren Hill recently when she's doing a tour or something. And he sang the song and like went viral on TikTok because he hadn't actually released any music, but like he sounds like he sounds very much like his grandfather. And um, he released it on Spotify. And I swear to God, me, um, it was the only song that was played the whole time we were in St. Bart's, like back to back. And like, I love that because I'm that kind of person. Like I like to listen to a song back to back until I get sick of it. And I actually haven't got sick of it yet. And it's been two weeks. So it's, we're going strong with this song. Um, but yeah, I listened to something back to back um, over and over again. And I usually people get pissed off with that. But the girls I was with also loved it as well. And they wanted to listen to it back to back. So we just drive around St. Bart's in our little Hyundai playing the song. What is it? Um, Praise Ja in the Moonlight. And we would just play that over and over again. And it was like a fucking movie. I couldn't believe it. It was so fun. I mean, also, I guess you could do that anywhere. You could drive around anywhere and like play music with your friends. But that's just like my favorite. Like every time I do that with my friends, I'm like, wow, I needed this. Like this is girlhood. Like, I love driving around playing music. So like just like having the like support scenes while doing it was impeccable. The whole thing was amazing. But um, yeah, that was just, it was a great, it was a really, really great. Oh, I can't say. But yeah, it was a really, really great time. Um. I went on a jet ski. That was fun, but kind of terrifying. I'm not really like a jet ski person, actually. Like, that was like my one thing I really, not my one thing I wanted to do, but like that was on my list of things I wanted to do was go to jet ski. And then it actually came to it. And I was like, mm, I'm really deep in the sea right now. And I just feel like um, a shark will jump up and eat me. Like, and that's all I could think about the whole time to the point that I wasn't actually really enjoying it, to be honest. Um, 
I just don't like deep sea. I don't really trust it. I also like read this whole thing about in the Caribbean. Um, no, sorry, the Bahamas, which is in the Caribbean. There was a girl on a paddleboard in a sandals resort. And I've been to sandals resort actually in Jamaica. But anyway, this girl, she got married like two days before. And she um, was on her honeymoon in sandals in Bahamas. And she was on a paddleboard. So not even swimming in the sea. And a shark just jumped up, grabbed her off the paddleboard and killed her. And I was like, well, this is going to happen to me on the jet ski, clearly. It just scares me. I'm still not quite over the whole, like, fear of the sea. But um, I went on a jet ski, so I was really proud of myself for that. After Simbort, I then went to New York. I went back to New York with Ruby and Lucy because they obviously live there. I love New York so much, guys. It's like, every time I go, I know I say this every time, I'm like, I want to move there, but I actually really don't want to move there. Like, I just had the best time. I stayed at Ruby's. It's really weird, like... um. I was thinking about this, like making, like I kind of, I kind of just assumed like I'm what, I'm 22 now. Like I feel like my mum made most of her friends before this age. Like whenever I, like I, I just like never expect to make new friends, and every year I actually do make new friends. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But like me and Ruby, I mean, we we've known each other like probably a year and a half now, but we've only actually been close for about six months, and she's just become like we're just like the same person, and it's really amazing because I don't know, I like. It's so heartwarming just like when you just click with someone like we we just get on so well we never piss each other off like we agree on everything we like to do the same things we're just very very compatible people and we've become so close so quickly and it's just really heartwarming like making a friend in your 20s I don't know like it's a weird like phenomenon like obviously of course you make friends in your 20s like in my head I'm like wow I'm so old I'm 22 shut up um but it's just it's just really like fun and like exciting to make a new friend um and we just had the best time ever in new york and i was like i'm just like i want to move and like she's like can you please come live with me we just like wait, let's keep these good vibes going um and i'm really really tempted i'm gonna like i'm gonna look into getting i'm gonna start my visa today actually my working visa so i can like work in america and then maybe like just like going to spend like a couple months in new york it's just like fun there it's really really fun the weather is amazing like what did i do when i was there and we would wake up at like 7 a.m and we'd walk across the brooklyn bridge because she lives in brooklyn no, she doesn't. She lives in Williamsburg. Is that in Brooklyn? I don't know. We, we, we were across the Williamsburg Bridge and it was like, it was snowing while I was there. It was freezing, but it was so nice. It was like so sunny. Yeah, we'd walk across there. We'd go to Aloe. We'd do a little Aloe workout. We'd go get like the most amazing vegan food. What, where did I eat? Um, we were like, there's like this really cute little vegan bakery beside her. We had like croissants there in the morning and then we, but we discovered, well, not discovered. I went there last time I was in New York, but this place called Planta. If you guys go to New York, you have to go to this place called Planta. It is the best vegan food I've ever had, ever in my life. And we discovered that on like the first day. We went out for dinner to Planta and we had it every day since. And we just Uber Eats Planta every single night. It's so good. We do like vegan sushi and like crispy rice. This is like the, the most amazing like bime bime broccoli. And then we would have these truffle udon noodles. I've done the taste test before my TikTok, but oh my God, Planta is the best restaurant I think in New York. Obviously, if you eat like normal food, like dairy and stuff, you might, you. well, this is the thing, like Ruby's not vegan at all. She like doesn't like vegan food, but she loves Planta. I would highly recommend that if you're going to New York to try Planta. But yeah, we just like lived, we just lived such a nice life together. And I was like, I could get used to this. Like she's got the most amazing apartment in Brooklyn. It's just, oh, it was amazing, guys, and I just want to move there so badly. I was meant to come home yesterday because I was like, right, you know what? I'm going to be like really, really responsible and I'm going to book my flight home for the day before my podcast so I can like actually not do the podcast like two hours sleep and like maybe I actually have like just like not be so jet lagged. Um, so I booked my flight for the day before and then... <laughs> and then, oh, then a boy extended my flight for me. It happens. 
we did the recap you know new york city boy sometimes i'm very much as i said i'm a very unserious thing like i don't have feelings for anyone ever like i'm just like i like having fun with people i like hanging out with people but i'm not getting feelings for anyone because i'm not getting into anything like ever like i was like talking to my friend about this um who actually like, she moved to new york she's from london but i went for dinner with her and she was like, you, like don't, don't get a boyfriend like for the next four years. Like you're so young and you're in your 20s. Like this is the perfect time to be single and just like be with your girlfriends and have the best time ever. And like a boyfriend will come when you're like a 26. Like you don't, like you, don't, you really don't need one now. Like what do you need a boyfriend for? And I was like, God, you're so fucking right. So I'm not allowing myself to have any feelings for anyone. Anyway, I knew New York boy was going to be in New York like my last day. And I was like, I'm going to like, purposely time it so I can only have like maybe like I can only see this boy once because sometimes if I spend too long with someone I start to like like them which is like obviously normal but like I just like we all get a little bit delusional and um I just don't want to I don't want to feel like that like I don't want to like start developing feelings for someone so I was like I'm gonna purposely book my flight I I actually changed it to the day before so that like I would only be able to see this boy once and then I go see the boy and then we have a great time and he's like I'm gonna extend your flight and I was like okay who am I to say no? Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> but you know what, guys? I'm still unserious. I'm still... I don't have feelings for anyone. Boys are... They're just a fun side quest for me right now. But my main priorities are the girls. I'm having just a great time with the girls. I'm just like... I'm also like... I'm not saying no to anything this year. I've decided. That was like my two, my two resolutions this year were like saying yes to things and not vaping. I saw a TikTok the other day, been like 2024 the plot, and I was like, that's that is my 2024. And I, I, me and Ruby have like made a full list of things we're gonna do this year. I'm gonna go traveling around Thailand, maybe. <laughs> no, that is actually my my one like travel plans is like in March. If you guys have any recommendations, because I've never like done tra- like traveling like that. Like my brother and sister are, like so like, um, and my brother just like, uprooted his whole life and moved to Australia last month. And I was like, I need to just do something like that. Um, so I think I'm going to go to Thailand for like maybe like, a, um, I was going to say maybe a month. That's not that's not going to happen because I've got you guys. We've got something going on that I have to be here every week for. So maybe I'll go for like two weeks max. Um, but I want to go like traveling around Thailand. My, my sister's like done the whole Southeast Asia. And I was like, I just need to go like actually like see the world a bit. So like I want to travel um, this year. So I've made a list of things I want to do and so I want to travel and like Ruby was like should we go to Thailand and as I said my resolution was saying yes to things so I was like fuck it yeah let's go to Thailand um I'm vaping it's going somewhere um I haven't been vaping as much it's definitely reduced a lot so I'm really proud of myself for that like I I haven't been sitting mindlessly vaping which was a huge problem for me like I would just sit there and vape out of boredom um, and I would fall asleep with a fucking vape in my hand it was embarrassing it was not a good look um and I've definitely whittled it down to maybe like once once every couple of days, I'll have a bit of a vape, okay? I'm weaning myself off, um, but we're getting there. It's actually not as hard as I thought. Um, I just keep telling my friends, if you see me with a vape, take it off me. Like, don't let, like, I, I'm giving them all permission. But then when they do, I fucking hate them. It's like, you know when you're like, you ask someone to wake you up and then they actually wake you up and you get so pissed off. I've never, like, I never get angrier at someone than when they actually wake me up when I ask them to, it just pisses me off. It's like that. Like, I'll be like, oh, take my vape off me if you see me with a vape. I, was, I remember I was on a boat with my friend Zach and I had bought a jewel this is before new year's okay i bought a jewel that day because i was like oh when in america it feels so, like american to have a jewel so i bought a jewel literally took it out of its case like maybe had one puff of it and he goes oh can i see that livia and i'm like yeah i handed him chucks it we were on a boat with this is also terrible so fuck him because he probably killed like several fish with this just chucks it off the side of the boat <laughs> i couldn't believe it we were on a speedboat going fast through the ocean and he just chucks it off and i was like oh, my jewel 
How dare you? But thank you. I know it was for the good. I thought we could do a little Q&A. I just was, I've been gone for so long and I keep getting questions and stuff on my Instagram DMs. I just want to connect with you a little deeper so we can just like have a little chat and like answer some of your questions you might have, whether that be over the past two weeks or just like things you want to know about my life in general. Someone said, would you ever start your own clothing slash swim range? You know what? I was actually speaking about this the other day. Um, I think as an influencer, a really good thing you can do is like start a product. Like it just gives like the whole thing a little bit more longevity, a bit more like stability. It's like a it's like a real business. Whereas like influencing is like a little bit fragile and like will Instagram actually really be a thing in like five years? Who knows? But if you have like a product, like for example, like Jess Hunt, I think she's done like what she's done is amazing. I mean, there's obviously a lot of celebrities, a lot of celebrities, influencers like this, and um, that have done things like similar to it. Like Emma Chamberlain with her Chamberlain Coffee. Like, well, even if she decides to stop doing all social media, she'll still have that business. Like, it's a company that she can then sell on when she's older and like make a lot of money from it. But yeah, Jess Hunt, she was just like an influencer, and she would always like push up her eyebrows with an eyebrow gel, like to the point that it would like get people asking her what eyebrow gel are you using, and it was obviously like quite a niche for her. So she then she brought out a full brand called Refi and their like main thing was their eyebrow gel, which I'm actually wearing today. I love that Refi bro gel. I love the Refi bro gel. She did, did such a like genius marketing move. Like she like kind of found her niche and made a full living out of it. Um, and I think it's really really smart. And I think like honestly, I feel like everyone should do that. Like if they a lot of influencers if they can. But anyway, people always ask me, oh Olivia, like if you were to bring out a product, what would you bring out? Because obviously it's quite a good move. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't have a niche. Like, there's nothing that I have, really, that, like, people... What, like, fucking baked beans? Like, I don't know. Like, I really... I haven't, like... I don't... I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And I've thought about it a lot. Um, there was, like... So, basically... <laughs> uh, my ex-boyfriend, like, had these hoodies. I think he was, like, going to bring out hoodies or something at one point, like, years ago. And he had these samples of these, like, black hoodies. And he would always give me them because I loved them so much. I mean, I love a hoodie. I love a plain hoodie. That's, like, my favourite thing ever. And um, I would always get questions of people being, like where's your hoodie from, like, the, the way that that hoodie fits you is so nice, and I would just never respond to them, because what am I going to say, oh, it's a sample from a random fucking factory that my boyfriend got, like, five years ago, but then I was like, me and my boyfriend, well, ex-boyfriend, um, we, like, came up with this full plan that I could bring out, I'm just telling you it now, because it's not going to happen, just, like, a really, like, basics clothing brand, like, I just love a nice shaped hoodie and I love a nice shaped sweat and I love a nice shaped t-shirt. Like I'm really into my good quality, nice shaped things. I'm actually not wearing a nice shaped t-shirt today, so don't look at it. But um, I'm just really into that. Like the like the er- ergonomics of a hood. Is that a word? I don't know. Like, I'm just really into all that stuff. Like the, the cropness of a hoodie. I think finding a perfect hoodie is really, really difficult. So I was like, really like I, w- I was like this could be a really really fun business idea for me is to like come up with this full like basics clothing company but just everything just fits really nice in the way that I would want it to and it would have like no branding on it because I hate branding and um, and it would just be like my little thing and then we broke up and it never happened so I'm sharing you now with my business idea so if anyone wants to take that feel free someone said favorite product you bought in 2023 funny you say that because I'm about to put it on right now it is the Clinique Black Honey. <laughs> this feels like an ad. Um, it's Clinique Black Honey. It's basically like a lip balm. And it looks like pretty like black. I mean, it's like dark red. And you think it's going to be really, really dark. But you put it on. And it basically like adapts to your your lip color. I don't know if I believe that. Actually, to be honest, I don't know if I believe that. But I think it's just like 
it makes your lips like a little bit more like healthy. And for me, I've got a bit of see-through lip syndrome. Like I don't really get much blood to my lips. Um, so this helps with, with them not being so see-through. And I just love it. It's the best thing ever. I would highly recommend it. Um, so handy to have in your bag. I've got like five of them in my bag because I always lose them. Would you go to Australia or do you have any holidays planned? So funny you say that. As I was to say, my brother just moved to Australia and I really, really want to go visit him. Like, he literally looks like he's having the time of his fucking life. Like, I don't really know what the vibe is over there, though, because he does just seem to be on, like, a party holiday. But I swear he's moved there for a year. So I don't know how much, like, longevity he has in, in Australia because it is giving, like, he runs out of money in a month or something and has to come home because he's literally out every single night. But it just looks so fun. And it looks like such a nice way of life over there. And, like, the weather is obviously incredible. I like I really really like Australian people the food apparently is amazing I'm like why don't why have I never been to Australia I need to like I really need to travel more because I've never I mean obviously this isn't like I'm sure a pretty normal thing for people from here but I've never been to Asia and I'm just like I keep putting it off going in life because I'm like oh like it's so far away it's not that far away Olivia if you're willing to get like a fucking six-hour flight to New York every fucking week to see your friends then you can go to you can add on an extra like four hours and go to Thailand or I mean, okay, no, Australia is very, very far away. But basically what I'm like, I've decided I'm going to start doing this year is I want to start vlogging again. And I actually vlogged in bars. I need to edit that tonight, actually. I'm going to start like, like justifying travel. I mean, not that I need to justify it, but I'm like, in my head, I would feel guilty about taking, for, for example, going to Thailand randomly in March and like taking two weeks off and like not doing any work or whatever. Um, But I can justify it if I vlog it. Like, I feel like I won't feel as bad about, go, like, traveling or, like, going on these trips. Or, like, it might even motivate me, like, because I want to start vlogging again, like, um, just the whole 2024. Because I just love doing YouTube so much. It was so, like, it was really, really fun vlogging in some parts. And maybe, like, traveling will, like, motivate me to vlog as well. Like, because I, I hate um, vlogging my everyday life now. Like, I feel like it's so boring. Like, I've gotten into such a routine. Like, no one wants, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say no one wants to see me wake up at, like, 9 a.m., go to a Pilates class, eat my avocado and beans on toast, come here, film my podcast, and then, I don't know, go to the fucking pub at night. Like, no one wants to see that. I also love watching that kind of stuff on YouTube, so I'm like, maybe people do want to see that. But anyway, I feel like if, if I'm going to start vlogging this year, I need to start doing more fun things like traveling. So that's my idea. Okay, someone said, do you think you're not as open as you were on your podcast before you took that break? I'm assuming you mean like when we kind of stopped the podcast in between seasons over summer this year. I don't think so. I mean, some things definitely happened over summer that kind of probably actually changed me as a person. <laughs> that like, um, no, but I still think I'm really, really open. Someone actually said to me the other day, um, oh, like, do you ever get like anxious because you overshare so much in your podcast? Like someone said that to me in real life and I was like, do I overshare that much? Like, okay, I like to tell you guys everything, but also I just like, I don't think I overshare that much. Like I give you my opinions on things and I tell you some like things that have happened, but I'm not, I, I was like, do I give you the nitty gritty? I think I might, but I never like, I never name names, you know, like I never put myself at risk or like I never really get in shit with people over like me talking about things. I, I keep things quite vague, you know? Like I I'm like I'm I'm actually really good at like I was thinking about this. Like you guys have like never really been able to figure out who I was speaking about on a podcast. There's been times where like people have been like um convinced that they know who I'm talking about. I remember 
I've got like a TikTok for this podcast and we post like clips of each episode, whatever. And there was a clip posted about some a, a girl on social media, basically. I was like basically telling a story and I kind of had like real bad anxiety about that because I was like, oh my God, dude, I sound like a bitch, but I don't... I, I thought I sounded like a bitch because I was like, oh my God, if anyone ever finds out who this is and this, this is fucking horrible for this girl, like no one knows who it is. Like people were like, my friends were messaging me being like, oh my God, who are you speaking about in this podcast? I was like, I'm not telling you. Otherwise I would have fucking said the name on the podcast. Like that's not, I'm not trying to like bitch about people here. I just thought it was a funny story. Anyway, um, it got posted on TikTok. Like it got clipped and posted on TikTok and all the comments were like, I know who this is. And we're like, we're all guessing on this one girl. And I was like, it's just not her, but like, but like people are so convinced. Like, but this is the thing. Like, no one ever guesses who I'm speaking about my podcast, which is quite good. Obviously, um, I wouldn't want them to. And it's like I don't really care about talking about boys and stuff. And like, bo- like the New York boy the other day was like, "So you like I heard you speaking about me on your podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, but who gives a fuck?" Because no one's ever gonna be able to tell it's you. Like, there's nothing that's ever linking me and you together. So, no balls. Well, anyway, guys, it's been real. I hope you enjoyed my little debrief. I don't even know, like, if I told you that much. Like, I was, there wasn't that much to tell. It wasn't that eventful. It was amazing, and I had such a good time. But, like, it wasn't, okay, it wasn't as eventful as I thought it was going to be. And I had a great time, but I know Ruby was a bit, <laughs> Ruby was a bit disappointed. She, like, obviously, when we went to New York after, everyone was like, oh, my God, how was it And Ruby was like, 6 out of 10. It wasn't a 6 out of 10. I had, like, if you put me in a warm country with my friends, and a cocktail. It's a 10 out of 10 always. I don't give a fuck how disappointing the parties are or whatever. I'm, ha- I'm still having a good time. Um, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm quite an up, an upbeat person. My friends might disagree. I actually, no, I think I'm very optimistic. And I'm going to try to say it that way in 2024. No matter what the circumstances are, you have to stay optimistic and be upbeat. Be like, I just love being that person in the room that's encouraging everyone to have a good time. Even though, like, you know when you go on a night out and people are like a bit down? Like I want to be that person that brings people up. So that's my thing. Um, me and you can do that, embark on that together in 2024. Let's be that, let's be that gal in the room that makes everyone have a good time. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. I'm not going to go sleep because I think I'm actually going a little bit like crazy. I've, I think I maybe, I maybe have one hour of sleep, one hour of sleep. Um, it's not looking good for me. So I'm sorry if you just had to deal with that sleep deprivation talk <laughs> for the last half an hour. But I love you. Okay, I will see you on Friday for a mini monologue. Bye.